0: Don't you wish you had an employee who could be hard at work while you were tucked in your bed fast asleep? In a way, marketing automation can be that employee. It can be sending messages and reaching out to customers while you're occupied doing lots of other things. That's the topic of today's conversation with Travis Merle of Active Campaigns. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpick, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about how you can talk to your customers while you're sleeping. Okay, it's not actually you talking, but it's using automation tools that allow you to deliver messages when you're doing something else. And I can't think of a better person to have this conversation with than Travis Merle. Travis is the channel manager at Active Campaign, where he works with agency partners to leverage marketing and sales automation as a service in the market. A two year veteran, which is actually an eternity at Active Campaign, he spent the first nine years of his career at various agencies and media production companies. So he's no stranger to marketing. He loves his partners, his teammates, and the world of automation. Travis, welcome to the show.
1: I am humbled to be here, Lorraine.
0: <laughs> well, I'm really excited you're going to be here, <laughs> and I love that you say you love automation. Tell me why.
1: I love automation. I mean, that's, oof, that's a loaded question, but I'll, I'll try to give a succinct answer. Uh, we at at Active Campaign we focus on SMBs, right? So for those out there that are not, you know, up to speed on on the acronyms, SMBs are small medium sized businesses. And what is wonderful about automation, and what I love about automation, is is SMBs are at a premium when it comes to resources, right? Communication to uh, customers, prospects, leads, whatever they are, is a is a need of every single business. However, when resources are thin, a tool like um, any automation tool will allow a small business to communicate with those people, um, as you said, even while you're sleeping.
0: You know, Travis, when most people think about automation, they they even say marketing automation. They think of it as a way of talking to customers and moving them through their sales pipeline. Mm -hmm. But that's not the only thing that marketing automation can do. That's correct. The way to think about it is, or the way I like to think about it is, if you think
1: about marketing automation or sales automation, those are kind of more tactical types of investments, right? They're they're, they're pipelines, if you will. But we know a customer's journey and their relationship with the business goes beyond the marketing elements. It goes beyond um, the sales elements, right? Like a customer isn't always in an active buying cycle. So Customer experience automation, right, is a means of which thinking about automating the communication to those that matter to the business, regardless of what point they're at in their own unique journey.
0: Okay, so let's boil that down a little Mm -hmm. bit for businesses that maybe have never thought about it. Maybe give us an example or two of how could a business use marketing automation Mm -hmm. to communicate with existing customers?
1: you may have heard the the adage, data is the new oil. So when I say data, I mean intel about who your customers are and what they are interested in. So if you have, just as an example, a customer in a list within your automation tool, the way we approach it or the way we think about engagement with customers is meeting them where they are. So just for if a customer is engaging with a specific type of content right email marketing for example is a component of automation marketing automation however it tends to get a bad bad rap we tend to associate it and pigeonhole it with um, with spam however if we understand who our customers are what they're engaging with the content that they're engaging with with the websites that they're visiting we can then begin and start to communicate to them with content that's relevant to them, thereby enhancing their experience with the brand and continually delivering value,
0: even when they don't realize it. So for example, if a customer gets an email, rather than sending the same email to all of your customers, you can send one email just to people who clicked on a button about a sales promotion you were having or a class you were teaching. And so you could make sure that you delivered just that information to the Mm -hmm. audience that seemed to demonstrate that they were interested.
1: Absolutely. That is a great example. And then you can also marry that, that behavioral attribute with some type of static information that you have about your, your customer. So for example, maybe two customers in two totally different geographic locations engage with the same content right behaviorally but because they're in different locations like different sides of of the country for example you could display the same type of call to action but in a different way based on that location so it could be a um, call to action on top of an image one is of mountains because they're in colorado and the other one is a cityscape
0: because they're in new york Wow. Okay, so really you can get the, really with this kind of a process, you can make someone feel like that email was written just for them. Correct. Yep. That's awesome. I was just teaching a class on personalization and there's so much good data out there about how people will respond to marketing differently Mm. if they feel that it's targeted to them. But let's turn turn it around a little bit because this is all great and it sounds wonderful. But again, my audience is mostly small businesses and they're sitting there thinking, I ain't got time for that. This sounds like a great idea, but it also sounds kind of hard and a little bit confusing, is it?
1: I understand. So
0: we look at automation in a few
1: different ways. So the way to think about it is automation or customer experience automation, we call it CXA, right? We like to think of it as the, as the future, mm-hmm. if you will. But it's, it goes beyond the customer experience, but it also goes to the business experience. So we, we bucket CX automation, CXA, in kind of um, six mm-hmm. different tiers. It's that every person should get yes. a unique experience, shouldn't need to start with a blank slate. It's this idea of smarter automation, right? To, to help you build a template that you can build on top of. Because again, we are talking about small, medium-sized businesses, right? And, we, and going back to what I said originally, uh, resources are thin, right? And then thirdly, the, the perfect experience is something that changes over time, right? So getting out of this realm of, of static experiences and and allowing them to be adaptive based on an infrastructure or a template you build, let the technology kind of take it from there. And then the fourth would be, you know your business, so you should still be in control. We're very aware of the human element in automation, and it's something our CEO, his name is Jason, has put a lot of um, time and consideration into just the treetop level of, of the platform. And then we understand, too, uh, ideal experiences change from business to business. So, again, going to the theme of, of adaptation, the platform needs to be um, usable by any small business, regardless of the vertical that they're in. So, that is a, that is a cornerstone as well. It's not just the messaging, right? It's everything that affects your customers. Thinking about that journey holistically and allowing the platform to do what it's supposed to do and meet the customers where they're at within their journey.
0: You know, as you were talking about this, and every one of these pieces I think is really important, but I think the ones that really stood out to me was this idea that the perfect experience changes over time. The idea that the more you learn about a customer, Mm -hmm. the more you can fine-tune the messages and you can be more precise and more targeted. And again, creating that illusion of intimacy. And then I mm-hmm. think the last one, that idea that it's not the messaging, that it's everything that affects your customers so that you can bring in everything you're learning as you send out an email or a text message and do they open it or don't they open it? But then the, the idea that you can lay in with that where they are or maybe how long they've been a customer or what industry they're in and kind of bring all of those pieces together and do it pretty easily. It's a really exciting way to think about marketing automation.
1: Yeah, it it really is, Lorraine. And one of the things, one of the places that we see just the world of automation headed is this idea, building on adaptive experiences is leveraging uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence into the technology. Now, I couldn't begin to <laughs> understand the components. I am not a I am not a, a technology wizard. so I couldn't begin to explain or understand the you know the the nuts and bolts that go into it. But the idea is simple using machine learning, using behavioral patterns, right? just as an example, that the computers, can read from our customers and our prospects' behaviors, developing an algorithm, and then adapting accordingly.
0: Awesome. Travis, this is such good information, and and the time went really fast. Time flies when you're talking automation. Travis, I'm going to make sure that we have a link to ActiveCampaign.com in the show notes, and I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to hop over and check out the tool I know that you took us through a demo and I was really impressed and I'm looking forward to getting in and kicking the tires a little bit more. But thank you again for being a part of the show. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about marketing, marketing tools, and how to use them, be sure to stop by the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com and look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts.